Yeah, uh, the good thing is, Ian, that this week I won't be doing a uh, date-based intro, so you won't have to worry about that, mate. I don't mind a date-based intro. Yeah. I mind yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That's what I mind. In Just in life in general? For or? the No, not no. <laughs> when recording a time capsule of a pop... Don't make me get annoyed at you as well as Oscar. <laughs> you could have just played the intro. Fucking idiots. <laughs> And welcome to the day today, henceforth known as 1447 days since Brighton last beat Crystal Palace. My name is Chuck Bailey. I'm gloating somehow after the weekend's results. And with me, as ever at the moment, is uh, my super producer Ian Stimson. And uh, what did you call him? Uh, Ad- Adama Prichore? <laughs> yeah, well, I get to name the tracks on, on the thing we record on. So, uh, yeah, it was on a whim, I called him Adama Prichore. It doesn't even work, but like, you know. It's because of the similar physiques, isn't it? <laughs> really? And I'm always yeah. rubbing myself and baby. Yeah, I was going to say, you're oiled up every time we see you. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, I mean, and just like Adaba, you also don't go to the gym, you know? It's <laughs> just natural. Yeah. That is true. It's the physique, the baby oil, it's all natural. Now, I want to, um, you know, maintain a bit of a positive um, atmosphere this week, guys. Uh, I know okay. there's been uh, some stuff that's, that's gone on. But, Adam, I just want to come to you first. Um, which was your favourite of the four goals Tottenham conceded this week? <laughs> I, I think my favourite was the one that got disallowed because it gave them a sort of brief, <laughs> mol- minuscule section of hope where they thought, oh, it might not actually be as bad. And then they went and conceded again. So, the it's the hope that kills you, but it was their hope that gave me joy. Top top class shithousery there, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what, what a time. Um, Ian, uh, I know I said about being positivity, but um, should we check in on Posh Island? We haven't done that in a while. Doesn't exist, mate. Uh, flooded. Uh, everything's burnt down. It's it's awful. And I don't want to talk about anything, mm. especially not with Tom Townley listening. It was, I was going to say it was a bit of a mob derby, Fucking... wasn't it? One of our one of our uh, patron producer patrons, Tom Tom Townley, mm. Um, mm. Bolton Bolton fan. Mm. Um, what was the score, mate? I I checked out three nil. How did it end? Uh... I uh, genuinely <laughs> think it was six nil. <laughs> was it, oh my god! It wasn't six, was it? I've got to check uh, my phone now. I thought it was five. Again, <laughs> relive it, reliving the pain. I, oh, I mean, why am I do? Why am I even checking this? Because it it was five. It was five. The small victory is mine. It was five. <laughs> Fucking hell! I guess oh. in a way. I mean, you did miss out on those two goals at home. How mm. embarrassing! Darren Ferguson working out then. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's gone early this time, hasn't it? Yeah. Third game in charge, and it's uh, uh, at home five nil drubbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't even blame it on the championship. No, no, this is League One. No. Oh, terrible! Really um, bad. Well, you know, speaking Fuck, man, of terrible, um, oh, oh, Jesus, here we go. Spiraled. <laughs> spiraled it's already. okay. Forgetting things is normal at your age, Ian. Well, so don't yeah. worry. Uh, Face well, space. Hopefully, within a couple of minutes, he'll be gone again. Yeah, it's, it, it, it feels about right. Just don't pop it in your producer notes and you'll, provide, <laughs> you'll forget all about it. Um, I was going to move on, but of course we are not one American and we're three Brits. Uh, we talk about a little bit of football and uh, something else. Um, news, do-do-do-do-do. Uh, Nathan Jones, uh, he's <laughs> mad and unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get him at Peterborough once Fergie goes, aren't we? Who, I mean, you know... 
That would be box office. I'd love it. Actually, um, <laughs> is it fair to say this was coming? <laughs> Since the day he was employed? Yes, I, mm. I think so. Yeah. Who'd have thought appointing a middling to fair Luton manager <laughs> would well, go not according very to, well? Not according to him and the stats, Chuck. The stats! Best stats in Europe uh, when when you look at like second, second tier managers. Uh, best stats in, in Europe is what he said. Uh, all the, When you look he, at Luton's XG and uh, aggression... And the uh, things they oh do. yeah sorry I see that they've just added that to uh, FB ref the yeah, aggression. Uh, expected aggression <laughs> of the team yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I do feel because I thought you know what I'd, I'd forgotten how long it's, it had been that Nathan Jones had been in I thought I got plenty of time to look into his mad shit and compile and I just thought you know much like the Premier League with their case against Man City just keep him going and let him keep making mistakes for us to get like a whole episode out of it <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah. now he's now he's gone and I feel like I've been robbed of that pleasure yeah yeah um well the the highlight for me was is is well highlight <laughs> it was because i thought the the thing where he did that about saying about how he was one of the best coaches in europe and his luton team were one of the best for xg i thought that was a one-off of a sort of uh, a manager who's really under pressure and 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 just saying some some mad shit then he went with um uh, because I, he said something about being because I'm homesick in Luton and then I decided to go to Spain I enjoy a challenge I want to be the best version of me I could have stayed in a mining community been a PE teacher and had a nice life married a nice Welsh girl beautiful I didn't I want to test myself on every level and that's nothing against Welsh women <laughs> what the fuck it's so good it's so good I want to test myself at every level European women uh, domestic women hold no interest for me I want women. I don't just want women on a Saturday and a Sunday. I want women on a Thursday and Friday, by God. Exactly. Under the lights. That's where I want my women. (laughs) Fucking hell. Honestly. It's it's some real good stuff. Real good stuff. Wow. But that's before we even talk about the the Wolves comments that he made about where, oh, well, you know, they, they went down to 10 men, so obviously they beat us. What? Obviously. What the fuck are you talking about, you <laughs> mad bastard? <laughs> so what I'm slightly disappointed about is that obviously, like you say in Nathan Jones's comments after the Wolves defeat, making it out as if it's more difficult to play against ten men, which I know mm. is an old cliche, but he said it with such conviction. I was sort of thinking he would start the next Premier League game deliberately <laughs> with ten men <laughs> as like a real kind of four D chess level tactic. <laughs> and then Use that as an excuse when his team inevitably <laughs> when lost. <it> doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, he's done it's it. He's sold football. You need ten <laughs> lads. That's what you need. Oh, and then, and then someone else will play with ten. He'll go fuck. We got to have nine. <laughs> what was Todd Bowley thinking? Putting twelve out. <laughs> <laughs> Went the wrong way with it. Oh, um, yeah. Well, all the stats were great, wasn't it? Um, of the eleven managers to win points at St Mary's this season, Nathan Jones wasn't one of them, um, and he was in. <laughs> And um, there we go. But the good thing is um, that last week we recorded and Jesse Bass had just been fired. You never know by the time this comes out, he might have been rehired again because he's had meetings at Southampton and is apparently now odds-on favourites to um, join Southampton. Um, Mad. Like I, I, I know last week we were kind of 
complimentary on Jesse Marsh, and I still think that's all pretty valid. But given that they mm. recently sacked in Ralph Hasenhutl, someone from that kind of Red Bull mold yeah. of yeah. trying to play with intensity and uh, sort of targeted pressing, you would think that maybe they might not want to try that again in the same season because clearly their players, there's something about their players that means it, mm. it just doesn't work for them. It seems like a really bold move. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah I, stupid. That'd be interesting. Um, uh, yeah, stupid is one way to put it. Um, and I think you're giving far too much credit to uh, uh, owners of a club who thought appointing Nathan Jones was a good idea. So <laughs> They looked for the expected aggression, Chuck. What can <laughs> oh, I say? Yeah, but, but this is the thing. Nathan Jones had expected aggression. Jesse Marsh uh, has actual aggression. But that is true. Next up little, will be John Cena. None of us, um, none of us have ever <laughs> thought era. about the impact of XWW, that's expected Welsh women. XWW. On- <laughs> I thought you were going to go XWWE then. <laughs> no, no. Um, none of us have ever thought about the impact of expected Welsh women on, on the top flight of the English game. Um, I, what's weird about this though as well is that the, the, Leeds, the Leeds recruitment people, aren't they the same recruitment people who, who got Brentford so right? Um, because it's the same guy recruiting now for Leeds, isn't it, that recruited uh, Thomas Southampton, Frank for... I think, Rasmus... Oh, What's sorry, is name? it Southampton? That mm. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yes, so I was... But what I'm saying is, so uh, what about Jesse Marsh's stats? Um, uh, aggression, tick. <laughs> um, tight, acid-washed jeans, tick. Um, yeah. Inspirational PowerPoint-made posters on the walls, <laughs> tick. What, just a cat hanging there, baby? What are we just talking hanging- about? <laughs> What are we talking about? Yeah. Hashtag believe. Um, I like I like Jesse Marsh. I stand by what we said before. Yeah. I do still think Lee should have given him time. I don't think this is a good idea um, because it's just going to carry on for Southampton. Um, I'm a little bit upset. Um, Palace didn't get to play against this Southampton side. Um, this is a thing for you. you. You think Palace again al- always suffer from uh, new manager bounces. So. Mm. You always play teams after they've new got manager, rid of their managers, old yeah. manager, bounces, dead, dead cat bounces, <laughs> dead cat bounces, all the bounces, all the classics. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't think Jesse Ross is going to be a good idea. But Southampton are relegated, so yeah. Well, let's let's just face it. Performances. I mean, we, we, their their squad does not look currently capable of of staying up regardless of who's who's in charge and we're going to be on third manager of the season i mean it's just it's just not they're good absolutely there. I think calamitous they're i mean we'll talk let, let's just quickly go over the 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 game um because it was southampton one wolves two southampton with an xg of 1.1 wolves with an xg of 0.8 but as we said before uh wolves had uh, one man less oh sorry a one man less advantage yeah, in what, the words of Nathan hour, Jones. I mean you can't expect for Southampton whole... to deal with that. You, you just can't, can't expect No and it's not fair. I, it's not no fair. and it's I don't fair. think I mean Jan Bednarek scoring an own goal football heritage right on brand there good one. <laughs> they they recalled him from loan at Aston Villa for that. Um <laughs> Just oh, that's good stuff. Another tick in the banter club column. Um, as much as I hate using that word, but it is appropriate. Um, and I think I saw Ainsley Maitland-Niles run into another um, Southampton player two, three times, just on the highlight package. Ainsley um, Maitland-Niles, who was playing at right centre-back for some reason. Well, I, like, I know he's, he's well-known for being versatile, but I mean, not that versatile. 
Mm. Mm. Yeah, mean, you... I, one thing we can all certainly agree, obviously, like you say, Wolves went down to 10 men, is Lamina should have known better than to be the third person to walk up to the referee <laughs> because... That is, you're asking for trouble there. If you well. if you haven't looked at Article 76, page 15 of the laws of the game, <laughs> then you wouldn't know that you can't ever, much like the 13th person to leave a dinner table, you know, first person, sorry, if there's 13 of you, don't be the third person to appeal to a referee. Or if you are the third person, bring enough other people with you so the referee can't tell who the third person is. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, this is getting complicated now. But it, it's, it's amazing that Lamina was... It's so selfless as to take the bullet, so as so as uh, wolves could go down to ten men and get that advantage. I mean, someone's got to do it every match, obviously. Uh, so someone's got to take that bullet and be sent off, and and he did it. Um, what was really funny because I, I, obviously this third person going up to the referee thing. When I watched uh, match of the day back, Danny mm. Murphy and that they just seemed to take what Ruben never said as gospel, like um, like. Lamina didn't. Oh, Lamina didn't say anything. It was just because he was the third person. That's what the referee told me. Well, Lamina's lips were moving, so he fucking said something. Now, I'm not necessarily defending the ref. I don't know if it's harsh or not, but neither does Danny Murphy, and he still said this is ridiculous. He's just the third. Ruben never said he was just the third person that went up to him, and that was why he got sent off. Well, you have no idea what was said to him. If it was horrifically abusive or something, then he deserved to go. And I'm not saying it was. I have no idea, but it was just the way Danny Murphy just took it as gospel that. That never said to this. Well, that must be true. Why? Why would he lie? <laughs> Just it, weird. It really takes something for it to be a bizarre thing that actually stands out. That Danny Murphy says, given how kind of often his punditry is mediocre at best. Yes. Wow. Generous, generous um, praise there, Adam, from you about Danny Murphy and his lack of insight. Um, <laughs> Well, that that went on for far longer than I expected. <laughs> Good work, mate. chaps. Um, no, 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 that's fine. Um, we can end there if you want. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's uh, dial it back to the first game of the weekend, um, just because otherwise I'll forget to play his voice clip. We had West Ham 1, Chelsea 1. Maybe we'll actually talk about this game this week. Who knows? Um, a perfect draw and a perfect draw in XG, 1.2 to 1.2. Let's hear from Oscar Puente now. Well, when I find the play button. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy Oscar checking in from Chelsea Island. Um, we drew with West Ham, but whatever. Uh, it's all vibes, so I don't really care. Um, Jaffa looks quite good. And my boy Enzo looking good with the passing, looking good overall. Um, actually, did we draw? I turned off for like five minutes. Oh, for five seconds. Anyway, Adam, you're doing a great job. Too good of a job, actually. Calm down a little bit. But um, <laughs> sending my love and miss you all. Bye. Lovely. Um, I find it weird he's he's co-opted the island uh, moniker from Boston, yeah. but that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. Chelsea Island. Um, <sighs> anything much to say? It's it, it feels weird. Obviously, Oscar not here, and we do talk a lot about Chelsea, but. From watching them, I guess well the the Suchek handball is is was incredible, um, great save from him. Um, good to see the you know the Czech lineage of Peter Czech Suchek. You know <laughs> uh-huh. they can do it. They can do it all. Um, so yeah, Chelsea can feel hard done by, but just not burying teams. Do you think they signed enough players? Well, it's interesting you say that because I did think Jao uh, Felix, ironically the one player they signed that won't stay with them for 16,000 years actually <laughs> yeah. looked really good. Like yeah. I thought he, he had a couple of good chances. Um, 
looked really lively as he did before he got sent off against Fulham. Um, mm. But well, that yeah, was the this... issue, wasn't it? He was very li- he was too lively. He was too lively. <laughs> too, too expected lively. lively. He went into the expected aggression. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I thought he looked really good. Um, but yeah, no, there's still something about Chelsea where it mm. just doesn't feel like a team. I know you've said this quite a few times, Chuck. It just sort of feels like someone's got like bought the uh, bought the add-on you can get in Football Manager, where you get like mm-hmm. a ridiculous amount of money, and then just bought all of the players they want, and not really thought of a way to make it all click together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I was looking for positives for Chelsea, they didn't they didn't lose, um, and Jao Felix looked good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, defensively, it looked absolutely calamitous um, for the West Ham goal, just out of position. Kukurea ends up in a situation where he just stands still because I think there's two or three West Ham players around him. So he's like, well, I don't know which one to go to. Um, so he doesn't go to any of them. Badi Yashile then watches the cross come in. Bowen gets the flick on and, and a lovely ironic um, uh, reply from West Ham from the player that Chelsea got rid of this this year to <laughs> mm. um, to, to fund all this madness. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Joao Felix getting to see him actually play again and not be shackled under Diego Simeone's reign of terror. Uh, and Enzo Fernandez has been good. He's been very bright to start off with. Um, I think the way he's being played, it will be quite good FPL-wise, only 5 million. Uh, mm. And he seems to be the main creative outlet for whatever formation of the five front men they have. Um, so that could be one. Ian, anything in particular you noticed from that? Well, just what you say there of you, five front men, but no real mm. spearhead. Do you know what I mean? And it, it it seems to be the continuing problem with Chelsea who still have Lukaku on their books. Um, the, yep. the, 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 no No one really seems to be in the right place at the right time. You know, mm-hmm. a, a, a team like this who creates decent chances quite a lot feels like if you just had that guy, that just had a poacher, just a fucking poacher who can nick a goal in, when they're in a good situation all the time, a fucking Holland, you know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Just someone Ten who a can, penny, those guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, if only they had the best striker in the world, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Life would be so much well, easier. they should have fucking bought him. I mean, come on. <laughs> they spent 700 million. City only spent, what, 45, 50 million on him? Easy, exactly. isn't it? That's how, fucking that's how crude, that's how football transfers work, isn't it? Just yeah. reduce it to that, that's fine. Yeah, good, good. But no, seriously, they, they, they managed to create chances, but never seem to, never seem to be able to finish them mm. off. And, the, but there are some good Buys there. Look, as you said, Enzo Fernandez looks great. Yep. Uh, Jao Felix, albeit temporary, as you say, looks really good. Um, so, um, but how are we pronounce it? I'm going to go Badia Chile. Um, yep. Is uh, really good, only for the Premier League squad, not the Champions League squad. But um, there yep. you go. You know, but he, he's he's been. He's been really impressive so far, and keep seems to keep himself on the right side of disciplinary. Is mm. just about so. <laughs> Reese James is back. Um, you know, it's 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 a very weird mixed bag, Chelsea at the minute. And mm. um, drawing with West Ham was not uh, unexpected. I don't think West Ham have got their tails up at the minute, um, and I, I don't think it was to- totally unexpected. But when you look at the <laughs> man for man, when you look at them squad wise, really Chelsea mm. should be fucking burying them. <laughs> you know, and the yeah. fact that they're not. It is an issue, but then this season is a write-off at the minute. It's a it's a Potter transfer window write-off. Not not necessarily Potts' fault. I'm just saying it's a Potter no. stroke. 
transfer window right off. Um, yeah. And so they're not going to they're not going to worry about it because I think Champions League is gone. Um, so you know it's a it's a it's a free hit, as Nathan Jones would say. <laughs> Take a man off. Um, I think it's yeah. I mean, there's been some stuff come out today that they they're planning on giving Potter years, not months. You know, they understand that this is going to take time. I think if if he is afforded that, that will be an incredibly rare thing um, that we see in football. And Chelsea, um, the Chelsea, and oh, Jesus Christ, especially Chelsea. But you know, new ownership. Um, I did think it really interesting that after recent kind of criticisms and and that kind of stuff, that we did actually see Mason Mount dropped, um, and Gallagher also not playing. Um, especially when those mm. two play together, you know, it's just a bit of a void of creativity. Um, very much like dogs chasing cars. Um, that you know they get it and then they don't know what to do with it. But um, I mean, Palace are still going to try and sign Gallagher or fucking summer anyway so um uh, <laughs> tenuous link to next game uh you mentioned oh spearheading the attack um let's go for this one but wait a minute cue the jingle oh good lord oh they're better than they ought to be Burnley of the week Yes, that's right. Rudderless, I guess, Leeds United, um, <laughs> currently being managed by Michael Sembello of Flashdance Maniac fame. Um, <laughs> zero, Manchester United, two, but 1.8 XG for Leeds, 1.1 for Manchester United. A true Burnleying um, on, you know, a, a week after we get the the architect of the Burnley of the Week award, uh, Mr. Sean Dyche back. Um Leeds couldn't finish their dinner. <laughs> much no, of the same. No. Well, yeah, much of the same indeed. But this was um, obviously this is the second time these teams have faced each other uh, mm. very, very recently in the last week or so because of weird scheduling this year um, and what's happened. But um, it was a, another good game, a really good game, and, uh, and felt like an old school, uh, old school British game. You mm. know, there was. <laughs> Very expected the, aggression. Oh, very, very XA, yeah. Um, the um, the reducer put in on Sancho early doors. Oh, yeah. By Tyler Adams. Yeah, that, yeah. He went upside down. Chucked him up in the air and he was not the same for the rest of the game. I mean, uh, that was, yeah, that was quite something. But it was, the game was played at that that sort of aggression and tempo throughout. And Leeds, Leeds did very well for a lot of it. I mean, it was certainly in the, in the second half as well. I thought they were, they were fairly dominant and it was, it was only when um, it was only when they eventually conceded to a, a a good Rashford header, you know, which is a rare thing. You don't see mm-hmm. a lot of those, but it was uh, the, the things then then fell apart a little bit for Leeds. But um, before that, I really enjoyed this game. It was it was many many chances. It was it was good stuff. Uh, Harry Maguire was back. Nearly did Harry Maguire things, um, but uh, ultimately did all right. And uh, yeah, it was. I really just genuinely enjoyed this game. It just felt nice, nicely old school. I enjoyed uh, Man United fans. Uh, chanting uh, Leeds are falling apart to, uh, to the tune of uh, Love Will Leeds, Tear Us Apart. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds are falling apart. apart. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. Still. Good stuff. Um, 
great stuff yeah i really like that um big shout out i guess to to marcus rashford who uh, i mean he is since the the restart of the world cup the yeah. highest scoring player in europe um phenomenal i think it's 13 goals he scored goal every 80 minutes um and but if you he think... can't concentrate on football while he's feeding kids chuck you can't do two <laughs> things at the same time to be fair this country has gone to the dogs since he stopped feeding kids and <laughs> i was so... gonna say how do you know think... he hasn't stopped all his charity work and that's why he's suddenly doing well oh god is he stealing food from kids oh, oh marcus is he eat... he's eating all the kids food <laughs> oh marcus <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to... oh, well. oh, i'll delete his jingle that leaves a <laughs> sour taste. Um, I don't really... Not for the kids. I've got nothing to eat. <laughs> they'd, love to, they'd love to taste something, Marcus. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Speaking of uh, loving what to taste bastard. something, they'd love to taste <laughs> the Premier League title, but they seem to be slipping up a little bit at the moment. Um, and we've got Adam here, so we may as well talk about Arsenal 1. Yay. Brentford 1. XG was something I've clicked on the wrong tab. Uh, 1.6 <laughs> to Arsenal, 2.0 to Brentford, which, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, that's now at one least point. Part of in that t- is a, an illegal goal counted in the XG. Yeah. No. Absolutely fine. Um, uh, two games now, Arsenal, one point from both, outperformed in the XG standings. Um, has anything really changed? Have you seen anything change in Arsenal in the last couple of games or is it just kind of a, do you think it's just a variance thing, Adam? I think it's I think it's probably a little bit of both. I think expecting Arsenal to keep up the 100-point pace, which is what mm. we were on uh, until yeah. that Everton match for the rest of the season was probably unrealistic. And then there's also like a distinct sort of tactical element to the games against Everton and Brentford where mm-hmm. they've been the first two teams to really kind of, uh, I suppose, consolidate the wide channels and really focus on doubling up on our wingers. And I think Thomas yeah. Frank even mentioned that in the press conference that he talks about how Martinelli and Saka are two of the kind of most gonna, informed players. just going to make a note to send to Palace for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Double up on wingers. But it, Wide and it's, channel. It's, it's worked. It's worked Higher really well. Thomas <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Be good. Loan question mark. <laughs> but yeah, um, and I think that's kind of showed in in the recent games. Martinelli certainly has been a little bit quieter. Mm. Um, not been putting in the performances that he was in the first half of the season. And Brentford, Brentford are also a very good side. I think. I think perhaps people, maybe I was guilty of this a little bit myself, were thinking that it's a game Arsenal should win rather than Brentford, who have had a very, very good record against the so-called big six sides. Obviously, they they beat Man City at the Etihad just before the the World Cup. Um, They beat Mm. Man United, obviously, but I mean, everyone was beating them back then, so that doesn't really say much. Um, uh, They drew against Spurs, and I think they also drew against Chelsea too, so... They they have got a good record against the the kind of teams up near the top of the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely spot on, Adam. Absolutely spot on. Ten games, ten games unbeaten now, and they've played Man City, Tottenham, Liverpool, Arsenal in that time. That's that's mad. And before that run was the draw with Chelsea, a win against Brighton, you know, a freak loss to Villa. But yeah, drew with Wolves, draw with Forest. It's it's, it's amazing, absolutely amazing run that they've been on. And I don't know if we want to get to the elephant in the room, uh, but uh, Brentford's goal. Ian? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. 
Well, you know what? You know what? If I'm, I'm going to say something now. I, I have, you know, those really stupid work things. I'm going to segue massively where you have to do like uh, an icebreaker thing before you meet up for a team event. Like, oh, what's your favorite pizza topping? Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Really bad. Um, work asked me to do one, which was you have to submit what animal you think you look like. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not pissing doing that. So I asked my mum, who's looking after my daughter at a minute, to get her to pick one. And my mum wouldn't text me it. She wanted um, Isabel to say it directly to my face. So she got me on video chat this morning. She said, um, Daddy, you look like an elephant. I was like, an elephant? Why do I look like an elephant? And she said, because of your size. Oh, my God. Um, size? So... <laughs> That's, uh, oh why, that's... why is size so funny there? Like, mm. That's funnier than if she'd have said because you're fat or because <laughs> yeah, you've got a big nose, but because of your size, just your general heft. Yep. <laughs> Four years old and amazing. she chooses her words very carefully <laughs> and it's like a needle. Um, so yeah. there we go. But yeah, yes. dis- disallowed goals. Uh, allowed goals? No, this was the allowed goal, wasn't it? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emphatically allowed. Very much allowed. There's very much a VAR balance this week of oh they, they had to disallow, you know, they, they disallowed Brighton's oh, one incorrectly. Yeah. So they had to balance the the scales yeah. um, and allow Brentford to score. Yeah. Do you want to draw the lines on this one? Uh, oh, very good. You... Very good. I mean, it is difficult to remember everything you have to do in your job. Oh. So yeah, 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 I can I can understand yeah. he forgot. Uh, Maybe someone was... had asked him what animal he looked like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it could have happened. And he was too busy doing that. He said, "Steve, you're going to look at sc- oh fuck, uh, that arm will do. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. No one's paying attention to this shit anyway." There, there's just the two referees looking at every game though, so it's hard to it's hard to stay across. Uh, you know all all of these things. So the video assistant referee has also got an assistant referee with them, and they still went. Should we draw these lines like the off? No, no, just leave it. No. And it's it's not even like they missed a blatant red card, which whilst it would be annoying, decisions like that are somewhat subjective. But you're either offside or you're not. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, oh, we saw as recently as the World Cup that they have automated offsides. Those are a thing. Mm-hmm. It's. Yeah. It's just a bit uh, exasperating. Uh, not and obviously not just what happened in the Arsenal game. Obviously that was annoying to me, but the inconsistency in refereeing decisions over this weekend. I think goodness, yeah. It, I think it's probably the worst of the season, and it feels like we say that quite a lot now. Yeah. Well, when I... when PGMOL have to uh, uh, when they have to apologise to two clubs this week because mm. wrong decisions were made. Both of them relating to an offside. Um, well, or, or was was it both a, a offside, or was one of them a handball? Because there was a ba- uh, there was a bad handball miss. There was that was off- check. Right, no yeah. apology for that though. Okay, You're not right, getting an apology. That was one that wasn't apologised. Fuck, yeah, so, so, <laughs> fuck you, Chelsea. <laughs> so both of the apologies were to do with either an offside drawn from the wrong place, or yeah. just that oh we didn't check that one. Yeah, sorry, the thing sorry is, about that. Yeah, the thing is it's that James, James Tompkins and Mark Gahey look really similar. They do. So I can, I can really see why they got they, confused. They, they do, they do. Um, and when one's so clearly behind the other, fuck's sake, just draw. I mean, it is absolutely insane. Because like you say, Adam, if it would have been a subjective thing, you could go, right, well, maybe they just made a bad decision, blah, blah, blah. But this yeah. this is something that should be either there or not, according to, and, and you can argue whether the frame rates of the cameras are good enough to catch when the ball is played. They're and not. All, uh, they're not. <laughs> and, all the, and all this stuff. But, you know, 
in the parameters you've set, you've just got to do the fucking, you've just got to do the job and then you'll be all right. And then you, you know, you've got the backup of going, well, but the line, you might not agree with it, but the line said this, well, draw the fucking lines and you might have a chance. It was unbelievable. It was very, so poor. And again, not to do with the technology, but just to do with the people mm-hmm. running it. And I, I don't know. That's it, what Graham Potter said in his post-match because he was asking for more consistency with VAR. And I think right. he was he was fair and kind of very similar to, to what Adam said there is just that there, there is always a human using it. And in some things, you're not going to get consistency because a human is going to look differently at different things. But the, a fact of drawing a line it's 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 binary offside the ball going exactly. out of play is it's it's either out of play or, or or in play you know we've had goal line tech the the same kind of thing should just be applied to that yeah um they seem to be throwing more bodies at the issue more uh, assistance more um which, uh, officials and, uh, which uh, isn't working exactly. well just from a numbers point of view right if you're just bringing more and more people in then you're not getting the cream of the crop to be looking at this stuff are you because if there's just if there's so many referees looking at one thing, already the standard of refereeing was terrible we're just adding more humans from a lower level i presume in into this situation it just it's not and it's not been good is it one interesting idea i heard is the idea of getting people specifically trained to be var officials right because you can because i think the way it works at the moment is that it's referees but yeah. it's not they're not people specifically trained to use the equipment which when you kind of say it out loud it is it's Inside. baffling it's baffling the amount of money that there is in the premier league oh, that but they can't... i thought maybe maybe i misheard that then but i thought that the people now who do the lines it's not referees it's not it's an operator they have to get told to do it essentially or whatever like i think it was an operator who chose yeah. the wrong player but like what what's wrong about that process this this qualified referee should be saying draw the line from that player please because it's a technical process to do the line you know mm. so that requires a technical operator who is not a referee um but like they if they're not taking instructions from referee they're just picking the player apparently it was the operator who just picked the wrong player but it's like that's sort I'd of like insane. to buy that man a beer. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is hating on him, and you know what? I'd like to reach out to you, sir or madam, and buy you a beer. But isn't it, isn't it, Matt? I mean, because obviously, ultimately, it's an EVS operator who, who has to queue up the replays and stuff. But obviously, a referee should be... Because there's often... Chat. <laughs> there's often been, like... Um, talk about that they were shown the wrong replay. There was something with the Casemiro sending off uh, last week that we didn't, didn't really talk about, that yeah. apparently the wrong replay was shown. But it's not the first oh, time. Oh, because they, they... Yeah, because what happened <laughs> there is because it was... Because, you know, they want the Man United bias. They showed the angle that showed his hands round Will Hughes's throat. Right. In the other so replay, was... you clearly see Will Hughes very aggressively thrusting his neck towards Casemiro's hands. <laughs> exactly. Look, there's a reason I said that. Touch paper, meet the flame. You know. <laughs> but like, you know. Anyway, but what I'm saying is, there's been numerous times when it's been it's been blamed on the angle, and ultimately that's just an operator who has got a few cameras to choose from, and the referee should be saying what you know. You know, there should be. Is there not a chain of command? It's it's sort of <laughs> bizarre. It is utterly bizarre that they would say, well, the operator just chose the wrong player. Well, what, how did that even happen? It, it, it's been a very bad, and I don't say bad week for VAR, I say a bad week for refereeing because that's what it is. And mm-hmm. the VAR has ultimately 
probably improve things, but this was just a terrible, a terrible week all round. But it's it's referee, and it's not the it's not the technology per se, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've we touched on the game a little bit there, and I feel like we should talk about it maybe a bit more than Match of the Day did, um, because I really enjoyed their analysis of the Palace Brighton game, in that what they showed was uh, that offside incident um, and how it it wasn't offside and then they sat there and complained about the fact that they want to talk about the game but they're sitting here having to <laughs> yeah, talk about that, I love that. And didn't, and which they didn't want to talk about and then I thought okay here we go we're, you know we're not last so we might get oh no they're cutting to the next game okay um, Crystal Palace won Brighton won Crystal Palace uh, 1.1 XG we deserve the goal guys uh, to Brighton's 2.5 less said about that the better um <laughs> uh, it, every time we play them they're just shit guys they're just shit um and just can't do it um 70 possession a million and one shots two and a half xg you should have bought off the officials guys um <laughs> that's what all the cool kids are doing isn't it? that's what the cool we- kids do you talk about their uh brighton's kind of statistical dominance but i think uh and i'm sure you would have seen this chuck but uh prominent Palace Twitter account, HLTCO, tweeted mm. out that obviously it's uh, 1,437 days, not that obviously no one's counting, um, <laughs> no one's counting. since Brighton beat Crystal Palace. Uh, mm. And in, in the seven games in the sort of since that happened, Brighton I love you, Adam. Has... I screenshot this to bring <laughs> it up, and say... you're right there with me. Go, well, go. I wanted to eliminate Take any it. kind of I false to pretenses of bias. But, um, so Brighton have had 127 shots to Palace's mm. 44. Mm-hmm. Brighton, 41 on target to Palace's 15. Wow. Brighton, just the six goals to Palace's eight. It's <laughs> it's remarkable how, how this seems to be such a consistent trend. I know. So look, they, it's just, just... they just shit the bed on this rivalry game every time. Is that? Well, I think so. But they all, what they all love doing is they love shushing the family stand after we after they score. <laughs> the family uh, stand. <laughs> they do. They always do. So when you when you look at a Palace game, when you look Shut at a Palace up, game, kids. yeah, they do. They go. When Marcus you, when you... Is feeding you this week. Shut up. <laughs> ah, stop complaining, you pricks. Um, yeah, when you when you watch a Palace game on the telly, the goal on the right. Um, that that smaller stand there, that's where like all the kids and stuff sit. But in the bottom right that you can't see is where the away fans are. Right. So the away fans all game are just giving it to kids. It's <laughs> oh, really scarring. That's but I've heard planning. it's some sort of initiation thing to get them into the homestyle fanatics. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, they did it. Neil Morpay's done it a couple of times. Oh, he's the king of sellers. Never won there. Um, Graham Potter had to leave Brighton to win there. You know, these are the things. And even then, Thiago Silva cheat uh, that's literally why he left guys um so yeah brighton every single time they thoroughly thoroughly deserve to win and yet here we are good stuff so uh europe <laughs> oh, we're in so much trouble um on the palace side that, that was an awful squad <laughs> an awful performance <laughs> james tompkins should not have played and yet obviously he scores um so because robert sanchez can't hold a ball um are you, are fixtures... you getting just before we move on are you getting worried yet 
Like, genuinely, is there any fear creeping in yet? I mean, it's been a race to the bottom, but you've got the odd, mm. you know, West Ham look like they're on the upturn. Uh, yeah. Leicester have obviously got a couple of wins on the bounce now. Are mm. we sort of getting at all worried that you might it's, get dragged it, in? It's been a couple of weeks of teams below us picking up points, yeah. which isn't good. Mm. Um, Leicester have, Forest have, Wolves, Wolves have, yeah. West Ham have, um, Leeds, Everton, obviously they're... they're playing tonight you know we can't talk about that game um and we're we're recording before arsenal man city as well because i said so um <laughs> bournemouth bournemouth and southampton are the only ones really that are struggling ish but bournemouth got a decent result yeah, against yeah, newcastle got a point, yeah. um I, I think I said before the start of our really, really bad run that I genuinely didn't think from the 12 games that we'd get a single point. Um, we've managed to hold out three draws now against a very good Man United side, a very good Newcastle side, although they're drawing a lot of games, and a very good Brighton side. Um, okay, those so points could be crucial. Yeah. yeah, I think you have to. Um, we play Brentford next, which, you know, they're on a 10 game unbeaten run. Yeah, it's going to be it, tough. Can we be the one, you know, will they get to 11? It's a lot. You never know. Like, it could, could be, could be a chance there for us. Mm. Um, we then, you know, I think then we play Liverpool, which obviously they're going to get their one decent game against us. <laughs> then Villa, then Man City, then Brighton again, and then Arsenal. Mm, it's um, tough. like there's there's no end in sight at the minute so mm. it's it's key but we're on 25 points for the season 538 still has us at eight percent um for relegation where bournemouth are at 72 southampton are at 78 everton at 51 forest at 33 leeds at 25 so you know i i do think that if if you know like i said 25 points we only need to win five games. You know, it, people laugh at a bit of that. A few post fans like, oh, you're not going to see. But look at the teams we've played in the last few. And mm. it's it, it's absolutely mad. And those games coming up. So, yes, we're going to be close to the relegation zone, I think, by April, which is when that run of fixtures I mentioned ended. But yeah. after that is when we play all the other teams. Okay. I mean, our last, our last three games of the season, I know, I know Fulham are... Uh, uh, doing absolutely wonderful things at the minute but our last three games of the season are the three promoted sides oh, okay. um and you know it's a big long run of of quote-unquote games you can get points from um so yeah uh otherwise i mean uh is there any other specific games i mean we laughed a bit about tottenham i really don't know what they are um it's so hard to call it isn't it with calamity the, the so main good thing is that, you know, I mean, I don't think he's taking care of everything at the minute, but really good to see Antonio Conte back really quickly mm, yeah, um, from, from quite a serious um, surgery. So that's that's kind of uh, the main positive to be taken there. Um, good to see him back. But yeah, a, a, a 4-1. I mean, Fraser Forster, well, it's yeah. really bad. I mean, we've seen it at Forest, right, that Dean Henderson got injured and Wayne Hennessy was bought this year to be a second goalkeeper and Forrest went, nah, we're going to get Kalor Navas because yeah. we just want another one instead. <laughs> um, it's kind of the same with Tottenham in the window because they were trying to sign another goalkeeper um, when Lloris got injured and, and couldn't do it. Yeah, he didn't cover himself in glory there. Um, and Leicester back-to-back four, four goal games. Um, mad. Um, well, more bad news for Spurs is it looks like Rodrigo Bentancur, who's... Like yeah. kind of one of the key players mm-hmm. uh, in their midfield alongside Schoeberg, uh, looks like he's going to be out for six or seven months, which is yeah. that's yeah. huge. It that is, is massive because he's really been 
one of, as you say, Adam, you know, one of the few players making him tick, really. I mean, we've had Sun off the boil. Kulusevski's, after his injury, hasn't quite got back on board, you know, and, and Harry Kane is is great, but he's he's doing his dropping deep thing. And, and, and it doesn't always work when you've got a... Mm-hmm. a a defense who did who did very well actually. Leicester Leicester were were impressive. Um, yeah. Liverpool th- top scorer Val Face had a had a lovely game. <laughs> yes, he um. did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, also it's 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 the Madison show when when he wants it to mm-hmm. be, you know, and and just really is the the one thing the one big positive about Leicester this this season and for the last few seasons to be honest you know I I'm genuinely amazed Leicester have been able to keep him um, because we're looking mm-hmm. at a squad that since their Premier League win has obviously been you know pe- uh, teams have come in and, and and got the the really decent players Vardy mm-hmm. somehow stayed um, but um, maybe but he they, doesn't need the money he doesn't need the money <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah it, Madison is such a good player in that squad mm-hmm. and they all looked to him they they all looked to him to create things and he was he was very good again and so it, it's it's a weird one with with Leicester and Brendan Rodgers generally and I just don't understand whether he's good or not I, I genuinely have no idea yeah. uh he might be managing Spurs once Conte goes who knows but um I it's it's very strange which Tottenham turn up they they actually did all right in the first half for once this uh, in in this one they came out quite fast but mm-hmm. it very quickly it very quickly went bad and and it's it's the inconsistency of Tottenham that will will keep them out of the top 4 ultimately if it carries on because the top 3 seems to be um fairly solidified at the minute um i don't think it's it's going anywhere but man city arsenal man U, and then so it's competitive for that last space mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. And and if Tottenham keep doing this sort of thing against teams you would expect them to beat, off the back of wins against Man City's and and, and yeah. I, I just don't understand Tottenham. I, I don't understand Tottenham at the minute and obviously Conte's been in and out because of health problems. So who knows? But God, it's, t- it's yeah. tough to call, isn't it? I mean, uh, who's going to finish in that top four spot? I mean, the big thing is now for Spurs, I guess, is they've got to go on a run. Um, their next yeah. games are West Ham, Chelsea, Wolves, Forest, Southampton, Everton, Brighton, Bournemouth. Like, that's huge. And then they play Newcastle, Man United, Liverpool, and then they finish out the season with Palace, Villa, Brentford, Leeds. Like, so this period coming up is, yeah, very it's important. Big. Yeah. It's big, mm. and especially against a, a Chelsea side that has mm. started in and able to be got at. Um, that's big. Um, shout out to Fulham. Um, for defying all expectations this season. Um, they are less than 1% for relegation and they are 1% to qualify for the More Champions League. More likely to qualify for the Champions That's League than be relegated. After 22, um, you know, fully hold up hands. And I was thinking um, about when we did the, the pre-season pods with um, the Golds. <laughs> oh, shit. You, you caught me off guard. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and I think they're, they're optimistic uh, projections were about 17th and 16th for the season yeah um and I, I think we all did we'd seen what Marco Silva had done before and we'd seen what Fulham had done before in the Premier League could they maintain um the the, the same kind of uh impetus they they carried through and, and they have they've been absolutely fantastic and the fact that they'd never even come close to being in a conversation about um going down this season yeah is, yeah. is incredible and this and is even without Mitrovic firing really he started yeah, he the season very recently. well but like lately it's it's been a team effort and and you've got the likes of Willian and uh 
Andres Pereira and specifically that is, West you know, London Willian. <laughs> West London Willian is what they Very got. Very much so. Yeah, you do absolutely right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, what they've what they've done is incredible, and they've just sort of quietly established themselves as uh, fully safe this season. I don't think anyone doubts it. So. I mean, like I say, we've talked about a race to the bottom. Well, Fulham aren't in it. They're they're laughing at the minute. So, yeah, fair play to them. Uh, definitely. Um, uh, who knows? Maybe another Europa League run and they can get Hudson back in for that. Yeah, you know? Get, the, get the bands back together <laughs> and ruin it all. Um, ru- ruining it all, um, definitely Nottingham Forest. They've got a massive squad, but I tell you what, losing two centre-backs in the seventh minute Oof. to the same injury yeah. in the same phase of play, yeah. um, two hamstrings look like they've gone for their... their maybe they're their starting centre-backs. I don't fucking know. <laughs> They certainly started that week. Right. Thank you, Ian. Perfectly put. Um, (laughs) That's that's really worrying. And with a building injury list, you know, just when they were getting some consistency, they've had a good run, very good run to dig themselves out of the shit. Um, A bit like we kind of said they needed. But uh, Man City, Tottenham in the next couple, West Ham, Everton, who knows what what they're going to be like, Newcastle. That's a tough one. Mm. It's a real tough one for the rest of the season. Um and other team oh Man City lol <laughs> yeah, yeah oh the Eddie Howe derby no one cared right. um yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say I did I did feel, he had like a teary eye and I in his post match interview and I almost gave a shit nope uh, refused to care about him thanks I love you Adam <laughs> you're such a good guy um. <laughs> You know when you see banners and stuff like that at a football and it's usually like working class things and uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. And Palace got a bit of stick because it was something like uh, embrace the passion or the fight that got us here or something like that against the Brighton thing. And, you know, do you think a club putting up a banner celebrating a King's Council who is being paid £80,000 a day to get you off charges against the Premier League is like a particularly good thing to do? A lawyer who I think might actually support Arsenal. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he does. Is this uh, Lord Panic? Is this Panic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they the put up a banner London. saying "Panic in the streets of London." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Man City three, Aston Villa one. Um, we they loads of XG three point six to zero point three. Um, the big story here is I triple captain Erling Haaland and um, Pep is a bald c- So. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why is Mares taking a penalty? Why is Rodri trying to take a penalty? Why, Why is Erling is Haaland trying not... to take a penalty? <laughs> this guy he shows up, scores one bloody header against Emmy yeah. Martinez at his near post, and thinks, "I'm hey, I'm the penalty that. taker now, yeah. guys. I'm on a fucking brace here." What's like, What's really What's really <laughs> good is is that previously City have always done really well when they've rotated their their penalty takers, <laughs> um, traditionally, famously over uh-huh. years yeah. and years. Um, yeah. Bizarre, but so um, much anyway. City, yeah. I mean, Pep's uh, formation very um, much picking up the Nathan Jones mantle for insane <laughs> shit. In yeah, didn't he try and say people are trying to blame him from Gerard slipping up? I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty sure did. that was that actually was said. That was, that was so weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's he, well, he's. he's Weirdly seems to, he talks like a manager under pressure when he's not really, because things have been going fairly well from a title race point of view, because obviously Wednesday's match now is 
is incredibly important. And, mm. it, you know, Arsenal have obviously dropped some points lately. Man City have dropped sporadic points through the season. Mm-hmm. And there's been odd formations and letting Cancelo go and stuff. But it's... Uh, he really is getting a little bit sort of Mourinho-y, is he? Isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it does sort of feel like it, the it's, kind of... We've not seen yeah. a siege mentality from him. And that's very much what he's, you know, him yeah. saying everyone is against us. Well, well, yes, mate. You've won the league four years out of the last yeah, five. Th- this is what happens. Literally, yeah. we're all against you. <laughs> that's how football works. We don't want you to do well. We especially don't want you to do well if you've been doing loads of dodgy shit that was illegal. <laughs> like, you can't take away, like, both things can be true. City can have been absolutely fantastic for all of this time and been the best team in the world and had the best players and had the most madcap coach. And also, you could have been fucking dodgy. Like, yeah. both of those things aren't mutually exclusive. Yeah, I think, like, I think his biggest issue is, and again, a little bit like Mourinho, he wants to be revered like for his achievements. Like I think mm-hmm. it's quite clear Guardiola wants to be thought of as one of the game's great tactical masterminds and one of the best managers yeah. in the history of football, which he which he probably is. But I think his obsession with that is causing him A to do some mad shit on the pitch. But also mm-hmm. I think it's partly why he came out so kind of all guns blazing in the press conference because mm. I think he thinks people are trying to take away from his achievements. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely right. Plus, uh, because you know there will be people who put the asterisk against it. Well, could, could he have done it without the money and that kind of thing? Which I always find is a weird argument. It's, it's sort of like it's Fuck sort of like hell. Lewis Hamilton in F one when they said, "Oh, it was all about the car." Blah blah blah. blah. It's like, well, yes, but then Mercedes can choose who they put in their car. So yeah. you know, and it's but the same thing. City it, can choose like, who they want Pep been to, to for, spend their money. This has been forever as well. Like Blackburn, Chelsea. Like Man United, they all fucking spent money like you wouldn't believe. I mean, that that's what happens. I mean, you just gotta you've still gotta use the fucking money. You've still got yeah. you know, there's there's loads of teams who have spent loads of money and got fucking nowhere. So it, it, it's yeah. it's ridiculous, really. I mean the other side, and it's something that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I think on the first pod we did review Adam, is that this is what Arteta's been doing as well for a while. And yeah. so it's kind of he Arteta takes that pressure onto himself, the, mm. the spotlight, the attention, so that then it's not going onto the players. And I know City, the makeup of the City squad isn't the same as the the, the Arsenal one in the the amount of experience and age profile of the players. But maybe he's just doing that because he's like, well, I've got to try whatever I can to to bring Arteta down. Yeah, no, and I think that's fair. And what Arteta said after the Everton game, which kind of might feed into this. Um, as he said after the game, it's like, now I love my players more than ever. Oh, now is the time when I brilliant. sort of love them the most. And it's like, <laughs> even though it's a little bit over the top, it's probably right. It's like in those moments where everything seems like it's going against you or you're not performing how you might expect, that is when these kind of managers seem to sort of speak highly of their players and try mm-hmm. and yeah like you say deflect criticism yeah, take I mean, the pressure off yeah yeah so Alex Ferguson you see it all the time yeah it's it's a tried and tested method uh, yeah, yeah. When, Man, when Man United used to lose it wasn't the players it was a referee or mm. well, yeah exactly he would yeah always deflect and Jose when he was at his best as we as we said siege mentality it was it was what was, was always done it's 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 classic good management you know to to do that when you're talking about dealing dealing with the media 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Man City just never but never beyond anything petty also played the Smiths panic at the final whistle because <laughs> they just couldn't resist going in, in a sort of a, a real thing of just Googling a song yeah. with a name. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it's yeah. layers as well. You know, are Arsenal now panicking? And I guess that takes us on to, you know, we don't normally go jump ahead to a fixture at this point, but, you know, before probably about the time this comes out, because Ian Ian's really good at this, to be fair. You know, I've never tell him constantly, but he'll get it like once a season. I'll say that he actually is really, really good at this shit. Um, but Arsenal City is on Wednesday this week. Adam, what do you, how do you feel? What are you thinking? How are you approaching that game? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. I'm definitely not nervous. Um, <laughs> not shitting it at all. Um, no, yeah, I think it's it's gone from a game sort of prior to Everton, where it's it was very important. Mm. To panic now, in Andam's bedroom. Well, it, there is lots of panic, uh, more so than usual. That sounded weird. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> at least, at least this is sporting and not existential. In Adam's bedroom. <laughs> Well, yeah, indeed. Uh, failing to score at home, used to that. Uh, anyway, um, I think prior to the Everton game, it was a very important match, and now it sort of feels pivotal in a mm, way. Like, yeah. I think uh, if Arsenal lose this and goal difference goes the right way, City will be top. Yes. Oh, City are already six goals ahead of you, mate. One goal oh, difference, okay. I think. Well, it, it would have to go really wrong just a... for them to. <laughs> They'd have to win. They'd with have a to win by minus seven. What yeah. if they Which... get a play? What if Arsenal get a player sent off? Oh, then... the old advantage, right? Yeah, no, the old Nathan advantage. Jones special. You know, <laughs> sorry, no, Julian Lopetegui special. My apologies. <laughs> of course, yeah, he's the tactical free, genius free who came up with this ten-man plan. <laughs> I guess it's. I guess it's. It must. The toughest thing must be. I think all Arsenal fans, in in some part of their brain, no matter how brazen or Arsenal fan TV they are assumed at some point this was going to happen from City yeah. but the fact that it was potentially going to happen in the match against them yeah it's come albeit with the game in yeah. hand it's it's come right at that moment hasn't mm-hmm. it yeah and also i think there's a little bit certainly in me there is the fear building up that oh no what if the first half of the season was just all a mirage and we sort of <laughs> fall down in these two games and then we go to City or no sorry City come to the Emirates and Arsenal lose and then that's the start of the kind of typical spiral and it's oh yeah Mm. no Arsenal are just being Arsenal again there is there is that bit of fear in me that this if Arsenal lose it could be the start of or the beginning of the end uh, Mm. of the title challenge and you know United really aren't that far behind they're they're Mm. pretty close too and then you lose to City and then you have to go and play Villa at the weekend who uh, are a much better side under Unai Emery. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you start to look at every game as a banana skin rather than one that yeah. can potentially be three points on, on the road to a title. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Amazon must be loving the fact that, this, oh, that they've got this game Is now. It's theirs. It's theirs. Yeah, it's because it's the postponed one from earlier oh, in the season. Oh, Sky will be fucking fuming yeah, about that. So uh, on a Wednesday night, that'll be on there. I mean, the Emirates, it, 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 the atmosphere there is going to be insane, and I think it has to. It has to be 
absolute carnage um and we've seen now that that's actually possible at arsenal yeah. um <laughs> which we we haven't seen for years so I'm, I'm looking forward to a good game um i think it could be really close i think both teams have shown absolute excellence and and also they've shown calamities i mean did man city lose to southampton or something i swear that was this season they lost to brentford it, you know arsenal had that result against everton but it was sean dyche so you know all bets are off <laughs> um good times good times guys score prediction adam score prediction go on Oh, you're not going to make me... Uh... Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's going to happen. If we have to sit here all night... <laughs> nope. I refuse to talk. Uh, no. I, I'll go one all. Before before Brentford, I was thinking we would win it. And now I, I'm feeling less confident. So, yeah, I'll go one all. Score draw. One all. One all. I'm going to say 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, annoyingly, I've got one all as well. Of course you have, because you're drab. Um, <laughs> Adam's is emotionally offended. Adam is emotionally hedged. You, that doesn't count. Ian is just dull. <laughs> um, speaking of dull, FPL. We haven't done it in a little while. Let's oh, do the Lord. top ten. Um, I still haven't closed the league. Um, I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember <laughs> the login. Still can't remember the login. Uh, in tenth place, fourteen hundred and twenty-two points. Vin Lee in ninth. Pianic attack. Tanmay Gudekar, fourteen twenty-four. For Sabe Sabes, FFC dot S dot 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 dot. It's Rebecca Vardy's account. E dot dot BBY, uh, 1428. Um, Shell, Marles United, 1429. Owen Carr, Wee's Wanderers, 1430. Padfall, Fluffy Nutkins, 4033. Fourth place, Micah, Lols, Twitter. Swap Nil, Panday, 1436. Change name, Kieran <laughs> just Hartnett. just feels like a stream 14, of consciousness words. It really is. Where's Sam? <laughs> Holy shit, Sam Danby's 13th. Ooh. Yeah. Happened How again, the Sam. Fallen. Um, Gibral Ibrahim, Jas <laughs> United uh, on 1449, and Toby Ackland, Rubberdine Rapids, 1478 points. Uh, an overall rank 16,024. That's bloody good, mate. Um, <laughs> reminder eventually, once I close the league, um, uh, the winner will get a mystery shirt delivered to the house. I triple captained Harland. It's not going well, uh, but I'm still beating him. Um, <laughs> Quiz? Oh, we'll do a little quiz. Play it! Adam, do a jingle. <laughs> uh, so much pressure. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, so close to a spit take. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Right. Okay, quiz. Um, after Ian rudely rejected incredibly my, uh, rudely offer of a quiz. That was off air. That was off air. It was off air, but I'm bringing it on air. It's on air now. It's on air. I was about to say you can't edit this out, but you literally can. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so I teased in uh, the Patreon Slack that this was a quiz about two things that Ian loves most. It's about fish and it is about football. So, actually, this is a quiz about fish footballers. You'll... uh, You'll oh, catch on so. very, very soon indeed. Catch on. Already started. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. There, there certainly is a through line to this. Yeah. Um, uh, he took the oh, bait with good. that one. Hey, this is lovely stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, so question number one. How do you spell Steve Guppy? Steve Guppy. Guppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
Good. Name the five Premier League clubs that Asmir Beggarfish played oh, for. That's a terrible start. And it only goes downhill from here. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Oh, God. No, I right, can't sorry, even remember what, one. what was the question? Name the five Premier League clubs that Asmir Beggarfish played for. Now, this is they were Premier League clubs at the time oh, dear. that he was on their books. What's the Bloody point hell. structure here? Have we got to name all five for the point? Um, Don't do that. That's because instantly zero. Yeah, because I can only think <laughs> okay, of three, no, and I'm yeah, not sure they're all three clubs. Yeah, you'll oh, get a point, oh, a point per club. Oh, okay, okay, but I'm not sure they're all Premier League at the time, but we'll see. Adam, you've obviously put in lots of effort with this, and the the quizzes are great. Um, <laughs> Here's the come shit to terms sandwich. with the fact that. Well, no, it's more that. Regardless of who wins all of these quizzes, Ian, mm. um, Oscar, the first quiz back, he will just reset everything and do enough points to cover up that make this all redundant. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, will. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, as long as we're not to demean what I'm about to do, but also, yes, it is pointless. We're, we're going to do yeah. a live quiz. Well, it's while all we're, pointless, while we're, isn't it? We're going to do a live quiz while we're pointless. in America, and it will be like for a million points, according yeah. to Oscar. We'd be come from nothing, end up as nothing. Dust to dust, anyway. ashes to ashes, funk to funky. <laughs> we know Major Tom's a junkie. You know, it's... Yeah, yeah, all good stuff. Um, Question two. How do you spell two. Question two. How many England caps does Aaron Cresswale have? <laughs> oh, it does get worse. <laughs> oh, oh, it does. Oh, dear. Does. England caps. I'm still trying to work out who Asmir Pegovic played for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got three. Uh, how many England caps did Cresswell get? Aaron Cresswell. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Chuck, you might have misunderstood the question. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ian, do you not I, get what's going on here? Sorry, Aaron Cresswell. <laughs> I've I've seen him play for England once. Uh, bonus point. So so one <laughs> one minimum. Are we ready for question three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. Now this one might slightly be. Well, Chuck might have a slight advantage here. How tall? Is Aaron Wan Bishaddock? That's the, that's the worst <laughs> one yet. And we're on three. <laughs> uh, I think they pick up a little bit. Well, okay. I thought that one was quite good, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Uh, how tall? Uh, right. A lot of Aaron's. A lot of fish. A lot of Aaron's. <laughs> so far. So far. Good Lord. Uh, well, you must be quite tall. Oh. <laughs> what, what qualifies as quite tall these days? Uh, okay. Okay. Question. Beggarfish. Question four. <laughs> now, this one is uh, is about a Chelsea player, so I know Oscar will like this. It's about Place and Mount. Better. I think that is. Yeah, I don't know why. Because you've been beaten down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've I just think lowered so, yeah. the standard so much. Um, so, who has more England caps, Place and Mount? Or Michael Carrick. Disappointed. <laughs> Didn't even get a fish one yeah. in the second. I realised that as I was reading it, I really should have thought of another fish pun. Yeah. But, you know, as you can Pi- tell, I'm Pi- kind of stretching Pi- Pi- it Pi- as Michael Pi- Pi- Carrick? Yeah. You know. You oh, right, right. Chris Whale. Sniffy, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Quail isn't even a fish. <laughs> Is it? Right, what, what was the question? Because I'm lost in, in fish. Okay, as as per. <laughs> <laughs> Who has more England caps, Mason Mount right, or fine, Michael yeah. Carrick? Pykel. Pykel Carrick. 
Question five. How much in in pounds sterling did Tilapian Wright? I mean, I mean, Tilapia, Tilapian Wright, Ian Wright. Mm-hmm. How much did how, how much did he sign for Arsenal for? Can oh. it count as a pun if you've that added doesn't... three syllables before the fucking? Like... I think that makes it better. If anything, <laughs> doesn't even mention who he was signed from. Disappointing. <laughs> of course. Sorry. What was the question again? What was what was Ian Wright's transfer fee to Arsenal? <laughs> I've given up. Just giving up. Yeah. Oh, transfer fee to from Arsenal. which club? Come on, give Who him knows? it. No. <laughs> Who knows? <I> refuse. <laughs> Who knows? Impossible to say. Oh, it's going to be a pathetically low amount. Of course it is. Fuck it was Terry back Venables. in the olden days. Yeah, Terry Venables <laughs> is a prick. When was it? Give us a year. I think uh, it was nineteen ninety one. Oh, okay. So no, you think it was 1999? That was when he was so playing long. for like Burnley. No, it's it's before my time. I Almost can't remember. Literally. I can't remember wow. Ian if it was the last season of the first division was his last season with Palace or the first season of the Premier League. Oh right, okay. It was like the early 90s. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next question. Which isn't the last one. You'll be, you'll be, you'll, you'll be glad to know there is still, there are two more puns to come. Good, thank goodness. How many Premier League goals did Eric Cantuna? No, Let's get Eric Cantuna. We don't Cantuna. mention that man on this podcast. <laughs> this is outrageous. <laughs> Null and void. Question six. I by the pun. Question seven. <laughs> how, how many, how many league goals did he score for Manchester United? For Manchester United, he was okay. Uh, okay, and and final one, and you might see why I was sort of not too receptive to the Michael Carrick pun earlier because I had in fact sort of used it later on. <laughs> Which two Premier League clubs were in Pike Dean's <laughs> better <laughs> final Premier League match? So basically, oh, what was what was the last game that Mike Dean refereed? Pike Dean. Pike Dean. Sorry, Pike, he's Pike happy Breen. with that one. Pike, Pike Breen. Breen. Oh, that's better than anything Adam. I've done. Damn it! Double double fisted, yeah. Double fish, oh, fisted. My God. Fisted. Oh fuck! Who was it? I can't. It was a. Remember at all? Did they give him a good one? I don't. I oh, think every every I game that Mike commenting. Dean referees is good. I remember us come commenting here, on it in, not being here. good enough. Right. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll just uh, let's see. Oh, I don't remember who they. It played. wasn't Palace because you would have mentioned it. Like as in it, it, it I would might be, have blocked it out. It would be in my head. Um, so I'm just gonna have to guess two teams. I don't remember. Double guess. No, me either. And I'm going to just go for the off your pop club. <laughs> right. Okay. Answer time. Uh, I'll, I'll remove the puns because, you know, I'm, my confidence is slightly dented. Um, uh, e- evening. To be honest, I think I started off too strong with that one. I set the bar too high. <laughs> wow. Um, and that mm-hmm. says it all. So, the yeah. uh, question one the five Premier League clubs that Asmir Bigovic played for are. Stoke. Correct, that is one. Right, oh, I got Stoke, but I got Bournemouth and Everton. Correct. Uh, both correct. of those are also correct. 
I got those three, and I put Southampton and Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea is correct. Southampton, <gasps> geographically close. It was Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Oh, they've been gone for so long. So Chuck fucking manages. So how many did you four. get? Four, and oh, I got four, me. and I crossed out Spurs to write Chelsea. Okay. So I only got three. Up Pompey. So, question two: How many England caps does Aaron Cresswell have? Four. So I, because I didn't know, but Chuck said he'd seen him play for England once. Yep. I went with In what Lithuania. I know, and I said one. Uh, well. I mean, we're not doing prices right rules. Uh, okay. Neither of you get okay. the point. It was three. So close, Chuck. Oh. Ever so close. Oh. And there is still time for him to get that fourth. <laughs> he's not He's not declared his retirement he's, for he international refuses. football. Mm. <laughs> he Probably. steadfastly refuses, despite massive pressure. <laughs> <laughs> despite In the face of the overwhelming country. adversity. <laughs> and evidence like to the contrary. <laughs> despite all the evidence to the contrary. <laughs> Oh dear. Hey, look, it's just like a pigeon, okay? <laughs> All right, how tall is Aaron Wan Haddock? I think, he's, I think he's six foot one. I went six foot two. He is six foot. On the oh, nose. I added the foot one. On the bottle nose. Uh, you said six foot two. <laughs> you just said six foot two. No, I know, but I, I meant six foot on the on the nose, like yeah. as in you just wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it's a mammal. But I get this whole quiz is an excuse for a, <laughs> not a fish. For fish pun, so you know. This whole quiz is. Pff, I <laughs> <What>? don't know. <laughs> the best one ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Uh-huh. I'm right. still here, aren't I? <laughs> sure. So, question four: Who has more <laughs> England caps? Mason Mount or Pykele Carrick? <laughs> I, I put Plason Mount. Yeah, so did I. You are both correct. It is Mason Mount. Woohoo! <laughs> Which I thought was a little bit surprising, given that it he's still actually. relatively young. Yeah, and Carrick's mm. longevity of career. Yeah, that is. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. So, mm. question five. How much did Tilapian Wright sign for Arsenal? Oh, they're back. Um, <laughs> that one I like so much, and I was annoyed Ian dismissed it. I'm fine. I was fine with it. it was I was just, absolutely fine with the pun. Look, it was just it next was, time mention who he was signed for. Okay, it was, it was I'm a very easy audience to play. Plate. To. Chris, exactly. There you go. That is a fish shop. Um, I put seven hundred and fifty thousand English pounds. Oh shit! I doubled it. One and a half million. He was two and a half million. Oh, shit. Oh, we actually got a decent... Okay, yeah, fair enough. Got good money. Not too wow. bad. Not too bad. Look what we did with it. Fuck all. <laughs> Relegated. <laughs> Question six. How many league goals did Eric Cantona score for Manchester United? And again, I thought that pun was quite good. I do not recognise this question. <laughs> well, I won't get it right anyway, so it doesn't matter if you haven't answered. I've said 40. And Chuck is just not Chuck's answering. Not answering. I've 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 crossed out question six. <laughs> Stayed silent. <laughs> I wrote six and I've crossed it out. It's a protest. Well, it, yeah. was, it was sixty-four. I found it really weird in a quiz that you went from five to seven. <laughs> but here we are. Right, what did you say, Adam? Sixty-four. It was sixty-four. Right, fine, so no one got it right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, f- final. <laughs> this is genuinely it. annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> final question. Uh, who did who did Pike Dean take charge of in his final Pike Premier Bream. League game? I 
I said Newcastle versus Everton. Okay. I put Leicester Brighton. It was Chelsea Watford. Oh, for fuck's sake. They're, <laughs> they're not even real teams, you liar. <laughs> Chelsea. Did you not get that? Chelsea. Chelsea. C. Chelsea. Yeah. Fish. C. Yeah. Where the fish live in? <laughs> I mean, fuck me. I mean, there, there's been some reaches, <laughs> but fine. Good Roaches. Oh, dear. You're lucky I'm three wines in. Oh, dear. And you've got a chub on. He's got another one! (laughs) God bless Mortimer White House. Um, um, I got got five. Yeah, you won, Chuck, yeah. Yeah, that's the main thing. I got four. You won basically Um, on the first question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. God bless Asmir Beggarfish. Well, thanks, Adam. In a way, um, Manchester <laughs> City play Arsenal on uh, a day. Uh, I can't say tomorrow. He it's doesn't no, like that. Just plays, they play on Wednesday. You can't the 15th say tomorrow because it will be incorrect. February. But... Well, no, I can because if someone listens to this Wednesday. tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> chomp, 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 and that's what happens when you hang your bait out there for just a little while, Adam. Um, we then go into game week twenty-four, Saturday the eighteenth. Aston Villa, Arsenal, Brentford, Palace, Brighton, Fulham, Chelsea, Southampton, Everton, Leeds, Nottingham Forest, Man City, Wolves, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Liverpool, Manchester United, Leicester, and Tottenham Spotspurs. And against West Ham, top spur. What's the top spur? Um, FBL deadline, eleven o'clock Saturday, or other time zones are available. The one week you don't start playing the music. <laughs> Um, Producers are Nate, Tom, Jeff, Andy, Mark. Is there a John in there? Sam! Nailed it. Um, Say goodbye, Adam P. Goodbye. Say goodbye, ENS. I love all women, Welsh or otherwise. (laughs) It's a shame they don't love you. European woman. On a Thursday night, BT Sports.